This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Thursday, July the 7th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour on a Thursday. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us. What do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver, and it's as easy as giving us a call at 1-800-951-0592 or go check us out online at allamericangold.com, point and click. You can go check out all the products there, the gold, the silver, the the buffaloes, the Indians, the liberties. They're all right there online for you to take a look at, and I will say the news that you can gather on the website is delivered to you not only online but here with with the man who brings it all to you he delivers it with attitude we call it economic with attitude joe jaquin president ceo of the patriot trading group joe how are you on this thursday hey one more day and it'll be friday so that's the that's the good news of the day happy thursday to everyone and you know, you bring up a great point about all the stuff that we have out at allamericangold.com every day. We update it five days a week. So Monday through Friday, when you go out on Monday and you say, okay, I got all caught up. But Tuesday, we've got a whole new array of articles and videos, and we do that, like I said, Monday through Friday. The vast majority of them, I don't even talk about. Because, you know, the show's only an hour. Right. So, So there's... That that's how much information is out there. So please, you know what? Whether you you it's part of your daily routine. If you're new, if you're just hearing this show, you just started listening. Make sure you you put all American gold. Put it into your favorites. Get out there as much as you can. There's just so much news, and it's hard because when you you know if you listen to the nightly news or your local news or you turn on. CNN or Fox, you get what I call the elitist, what we want you to hear news. When you go out to allamericangold.com, we we take all of that and and we really break down what the real news is. We give you, you know, some people, the rest of the story, who was that, Paul Harvey? Wasn't that his his mind? The rest of the story. And, and, And so... Make sure you do that, because I'm, I'm going to tell you, knowledge is power, and that's what we tried to do. We tried to educate and, and make sure, at least financially, you know, spiritually, you're on your own, right? But at least financially, uh, we try to educate you so you're prepared, right? So no matter what happens, I don't care if it's a housing crisis, I don't care if it's the dot-com bubble, I don't care if it's a financial crisis. I don't care if, if, if it's Greece or Puerto Rico or Italy or, or Brexit or you, David, World War III, terrorist attacks, whatever it may be. At least financially, you'll know that, hey, I'm going to be okay. And that's where we come in, uh, 800-951-0592. It is the first full week of the year, which means it is jobs week. So every every month, the government likes to tell you how good or bad we are doing in job creation, not with actual numbers, mind you, but
but with, you know, well, we put a little seasonal adjustment on this and a little seasonal adjustment on that, and we decided uh, to give you this number. But today, because of the holiday, normally how this works is Wednesday, there's a company called ADP, and they give a jobs report, which is also a survey number, so I, I don't know how it's any different from the government, but they, they don't count government jobs in their report. They just say this is the private sector jobs number. Normally that comes out on Wednesday. Thursday you get jobless claims, how many people lined up at the unemployment office for the very first time. And then Friday, tomorrow, we'll get the government number. Because of the holiday, we're going to get the ADP and the jobless claims number today. So we got them both today. I want to read you uh, the headline. Private sector jobs rise is the headline, and and really they've changed the headline because the first headline this morning on CNBC was, boom, private sector jobs rise. And I was like, whoa. And I looked at the number, and it said 172,000. And I'm one of those guys where numbers tend to stick in my head, and I'm like, wow, I could have sworn that last month's number was 173,000. Of course, this is, like I said, a survey number. And then we found out the government number that last month was 38,000. Remember that one? It was horrible, and, and everybody was scrambling. And last month, so go back 30 days from today, they were expecting the ADP number to be 200 plus thousand. I want to say it was like 210 or 215. It came in at 173. So this month, they set the number at 160, and I guess because they went to 172, we got the boom from the headline. They did revise last month's number lower to 168, so I guess you could say, well, I guess it is better. But the great thing about the Internet is I'm able to do research so quickly. Do you know what ADP said the jobs number was last June? This June, we got, boom, 172,000. Were we near 200? How about 300? 300,000, yeah. 307,000, and boom. We're down to 172,000. But that's not what the boom was about. <laughs> but it's just, you know, the, hey, power, it's media spin. the power of the media. And by the way, so I went back and I looked. How does that stack up? I mean, I, I gave you last year. Okay, we're way down. Do you know that the only time we had a number worse than the number ADP just released, not counting last month? Only one other time in the last year. Boom! love it. I really do. It is amazing. They are trying so hard to try to, to to pretend that things are okay. I mean, 
Let, let's look at the numbers. October, 178,000, according to ADP. November, 193. December, 287. January, now January, even these, this is why I tell you, you can't really believe any of the numbers. There is no job hiring in January. Just retail sales firings alone guarantee that we have less people working in January than we did in December. But, you know, they seasonally adjust everything. 193,000. February, 207. March, 201. And then we had April, it got revised. Now, here we're starting to get revisions. April, 149. May, 168. June, 172. And I only bring that up because tomorrow we get the government number. And if we get a number anywhere close to what happened last month. Now, remember, last month, ADP had said 173. Now, they revised it to 168. The government said 38,000. And when you think about the government number, the government number adds government and private sector together. Now, I do know that all the teaching jobs go away during the summer, right? Schools shut down and whatnot. So I would imagine that the government number, because those are government jobs, is going to take away from the number. Are you saying teach? Well, teachers are are, are employed even during summer. No, it depends on how teachers get paid. That is not technically true. They are some of them can get year-round pay, but you are able as a teacher, the way I understand, and maybe every state is different. But a lot of states, when you're not working, they can file unemployment. Did you know that? Oh, oh, oh. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. So so anyway, the the realities are there aren't going to be added jobs from government. I don't think we're going to get 38000 again. I mean, could we possibly do it again? I mean, I didn't think that, that the U.K. was going to vote for the Brexit, but they did. If we get a number like that, I, I, we're going to have another $50, $60 day in gold if that happens. I don't know if it will, but... But I will say that the ADP number for what it's worth really just signifies what we've been knowing here all along, which is job growth is slowing. You know, you, you take last June 300,000, this June 170, what does that say? I mean, if they had said, boo, job growth disappeared, I'd have been like, okay, it's dead. They tried to make it sound like we had some great number. I just see some editor sitting in there going, hmm, uh, how do we... Really? That's uh, what they did? Yeah, some editor trying to... Uh, how do we, you know, how do we spin, you know, this into a positive here, and boom! That's all it is. I, I just find it so... I, I don't know. Let's just keep America oblivious to the truth. That, it, that it's a prettier picture than what reality it's really so is. It's so powerful. But it because is powerful. Why, why use facts? 
And that's what I, why, what I try to do here. But here's the thing that I love. So you look at the markets right now. But, uh, by the way, I've, I've been telling you, and I think this is going to be true all year long, buy any pullback. The last time there was a pullback, which was probably a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago, gold was it only was down $5. I said, buy it anyway. Gold's down $8 today. And not because of the boom or anything else. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that a little bit. You needed a pullback a little bit, right? We had everybody long. It's down $8 at 1358 $1,359. Silver's down uh, $0.47 cents at $19.69. And I'm telling you right now, buy it. And buy it and and, and get ready for what's happening. Uh, Italian banks hit new all-time lows this morning. They're now saying that over $20 billion in U.K. just in their property funds is now frozen. People are not allowed to to withdraw its money, and they're saying that the redemption halls, Wall Street Journal this morning, U.K. redemption halts spreading. Uh, Here's another one that caught my eye. Big rig orders, you know, truckers, trucks. And I'm talking, you know, the Peterbilt. Yeah, the Peterbilt, the ones that are carrying the freight. Big rig orders, Wall Street Journal, hit six-year low. They say orders for new heavy-duty trucks hit a nearly six-year low in June, according to the data released yesterday, indicating that trucking companies Expect little relief from weak freight and sluggish economic growth. Listen, it just all points to the same thing. I mean, I can seasonally adjust. I can make up any number, right? Doesn't matter what we if we're going to make up a number. Why not just make it up and say jobs are three, four, five hundred thousand? If you're just going to make it up, but the realities are everywhere you turn, the real data. Hey, how many people are ordering new trucks to haul all this stuff around? Uh, uh, nobody. Matter of fact, it's the worst. It's, but you got to think it's going all the way back to 2010. Remember 2010? I mean, we're still in. I don't even know were we in QE2 or QE3 or who knows what it was. It says that North American trucking companies only ordered 13,000 Class 8 trucks. Those used on long-haul routes, the fewest orders since 2010, and a more than 30% drop from the same month last year. So you think about what I just told you about jobs. Hey, they said last year they said 300. This year they say 170. Long-haul trucks. Hey, we ordered 30% less of them this year than we did a year ago. And that's really an indication how bad are things? Well, they're probably about 30% worse than they were this time last year. Then you start thinking about what's, what's next, right? What are we really looking at here? You think about bubbles. 
right? Because if you go along and you think about what's been the driver since we've gone 100% fiat money, right? We went 100% fiat money in 1971. And remember the most important thing that they told us when they did it. Richard Nixon came out on television. You, Us as Americans couldn't own gold at that time. They closed the gold window on foreign governments. Right? They had already taken away from the citizenry in 33. They closed it on foreign governments. And he made the big speech which simply said as long as Americans buy American it will be okay and you really start thinking about this process that we've been on why would he have made such a statement well the answer is very simple if we keep the wealth in the country fiat money will be okay because yes we're going to create inflation on purpose but Americans will be working and their wages will go up accordingly and yes you'll pay you know $50 $100 for a pair of jeans you'll pay you know whatever it is for for a car right you'll pay 30 40,000 for a car guess what we're paying 30 40,000 dollars for a car problem is Americans aren't buying American anymore and they knew once that stopped, you run into the cycle we're in. See, they knew it way back then. Wages will stop growing if you don't buy American. People will be re- reliant upon the government because they won't have work if we don't buy American. And you look at what's happened today. This isn't rocket science. I'm not that smart of a guy. But, you know, I got a couple of things. I know how to do math. I know how to read. I, I I read what all of these people that are coming out, like Janet Yellen, Ben Bernanke, Alan Greenspan said way back then. They knew. So what's happening today is not a shock to them. But you go back to thinking about how all the things they've done to try to cover it up. They've created all of these bubbles, right? And when you think just in the last, you know, 20 years, we had the NASDAQ bubble. Remember that one? Oh, sure. Right? And, and of course, that was right around the time I turned. And what I mean by that is, you know, I used to be, you know, a full-blown, you know, quote-unquote, good Republican, you know, a Fox News Republican, right? The stock market was great. These guys are only looking out for the best interest of uh, the American public. You put your money in your 401k and you let it grow, and I'm going to follow the green line, and I'm going to do all of that stuff. Up markets, down markets, I make money. And I believe that. And the dot-com bubbles when I started turning. And then you started doing 
You know, you start listening. I started listening to my uncle, right, to to Eric. And I remember I'd tell my wife, man, he's such a great guy. Love that guy. But wow, is he a whacked out. And lo and behold, look at here I sit. Right now I'm the whacked out guy. But when you actually look at what has been written, the smartest, the best, the brightest, they've already told you what's going to happen. And we've been playing games for 30 years, creating debt and more debt and creating bubbles to try to pretend like it's not happening. And then after the dot-com bubble, right, we had the housing bubble. And remember what these morons were telling you. I want you to really think about this. Who did they blame? And why did they blame the causes of the housing bubble? They blamed Alan Greenspan because he left interest rates, the Fed funds rate, at 1% for a whole year. The craziness. Look at what that crazy guy did. Who does that? We've been pretty much at zero now for six. Almost. Look at the bond market. And this is my point where I'm getting to. Okay. Then you had the financial, the quote unquote financial crisis. Which once again, they call. Right. They took away all the regulations that they had put in place all the way back in the 30s and got rid of it. Started in the 80s. By the time the late 90s rolled around, they had gotten rid of all of it. And we got derivatives. Right? The CDOs and all these other letters that no one knew what they meant. No, we... We, we, we don't need those laws anymore because we found a, a better way. We've regulated it. Now, the biggest bubble of them all. The question now really is, only one question, when does it pop? Patriot Radio News Hour, we'll be back. Welcome back, Pedro Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Right now, gold is at uh, down 7 at 1,360. Talking about bubbles and really what it is that fiat money really is. And I had this conversation with a customer, and we got to talking about G. Edward Griffith and his book, The Creature from Jekyll Island, when the, well, let's put it pretty simply, the elite, the Illuminati, whatever you'd like to call them, the super uber rich, you know, when you talk about like the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers, the Warburgs the richest people in the world who through marriage had gotten powerful senators to be, you know, in the in the family, so to speak, and were met privately without knowledge 
of the American public without the knowledge of fellow congressmen to come up in with the uh, creation of a new central bank. Of course, we had operated in this country for a very, very long time without one and did quite well. And this little experiment is just that, one that's rooted in failure. But it's always, greed is always the cause. Because make no mistake about it, they didn't do this because they wanted to better America. They didn't do this because they wanted a, a better life for the American public. They did this because they wanted to fatten their wallet. And the realities were their power was under assault. They wanted to get more control or the control of the banking industry back in the family. But when you look at G. Edward Griffin, Chapter 10, talks about fiat money and what it is. And, and and he gives all different, you know, examples of what other people say that it was. You know, that the creation or the creation of money out of thin air. And you'll see, you know, we talk about that all the time. That currency isn't backed by anything. They just make it up. Common statement, they're printing money. They're printing money, right? And, and the realities are at least, in today's day and age, they don't even print it, right? They they electronic credit it. Really, it's just air. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Textbooks on banking often state that money is created out of debt. Of course, that is a little misleading because it applies that the debt exists first and then converted into money. The truth is, money is not created until the instant it's actually borrowed. And this is what I'm telling you, it's all debt, all of it. So when someone goes to the bank to get a loan, right, whether it be on a house, on a business, on a car, that money doesn't exist. Until that alone gets funded. And presto, there's some more money. Of course, now the Federal Reserve, when they print money, they print it via debt. Right? They get together with the Treasury and they'll issue a bunch of 10-year notes. So when you really look at it, you know, creating money out of nothing, and of course you can add in for the purpose of lending, that's really what I guess the definition of fiat money really is. And you start looking at all the bubbles that we just talked about. Talked about the dot-com bubble. What was the dot-com bubble? It really was what? Too much debt, a.k.a. money, going into an instrument, a debt instrument, that was not supported by sound fundamentals. And what happened? A lot of people lost a lot of money. 
You look at the housing bubble. Wasn't that the house disappeared? People paying for the house is what disappeared, right? Because too much money, a.k.a. debt, pumped into the system by whom? By the bankers created the bubble. Of course, they blamed that interest rates got too low. That's what happened. Of course, now today, doesn't that argument look moronic? Absolutely. I mean, but yet these people that actually said it now run the Federal Reserve. <laughs> right? Get a yell at Ben Bernanke, and they now run it. Well, Ben Bernanke, not anymore. But when you look at the Federal Reserve's own comments, it's amazingly frank about the process. And this is things that people really don't know. A booklet published by the Federal Reserve Bank of New York tells us, and I quote, currency cannot be redeemed or exchanged for gold, or any other asset used as backing. The question of just what assets back the Federal Reserve note has little but bookkeeping significance. Let me read that to you again. Federal Reserve Bank of New York. The question of just what assets back Federal Reserve notes has little but bookkeeping significance. In other words, they're telling you nothing. Elsewhere in the same publication, banks are creating money based on a borrower's promise to pay. Banks create money by monetizing the private debts of businesses and individuals. The booklet, The Modern Money Mechanism, the Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago says, in the United States, neither paper currencies or deposits have value as commodities. Intrinsically, a dollar bill is just a piece of paper. 800-951-0592. We'll be back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Double J in the love. G. Edward Griffin. You know, when you think about what these central banks have written and describing your money, right? And, and I guess probably nothing scarier than the, and I'm just giving you the book, all right? It's not even a book, the booklet. Modern Money Mechanics, Federal Reserve Bank, of Chicago. In the United States, neither paper currencies nor deposits have value 
as commodities. Right? There's intrinsically a dollar bill is just a piece of paper. How about your deposits? And I've been warning you about your deposits. And I and I, I will be honest with you. Some of you are doing a really good job of getting ready. The majority of you aren't. Here's what the Federal Reserve thinks of your deposits. Deposits? <laughs> They're merely book entries. Deposits are merely book entries. G. Edward Griffin didn't write this. Double J, I'm not just saying it just for the fun of it. Right? As some of you know, the, the naysayers, oh, he's just trying to scare you. No. I'm just trying to tell you what the central bank thinks about the value of your money. First of all, they, they say it really doesn't have any value unless we say so. By the way, when, when, when they make that comment of value as commodities, that just means we can change the value at our whim. And they're going to, and they have been. A dollar bill that you walk around, that you guard so preciously. Right? Federal Reserve tells you that's just a piece of paper. It's got some pretty green ink on it, and sometimes we add some color to it. We got we got a blue stripe in it now. Right? We have pretty colors. Pink. Right? Yellow. Pink and yellow. Just a piece of paper. By the way, those deposits, right, that you try so hard to build up, they're just journal entries. And when we need to, we'll make another journal entry. We'll journal entry your deposit right out of your account. They do say that coins, they do have some intrinsic value. (laughs) The value of the metal that we use to make it with. But generally, that's less than the face value amount of the coin anyway. Right, of course, they, they took the silver out of it, right? Remember, pennies, pennies used to be made of copper. They took that out of it, right? Now it's just made with a bunch of slag. But this is truly what the true laws of fiat money really are. It, and and it, it goes far deeper than just printing money out of thin air. It goes to the core of what these people are prepared to do. It's just a piece of paper. They write it in plain English. It's just a piece of paper. Sorry. But yeah, the, those deposits, it's just a journal entry. It has no real value unless we say so. And you start thinking about all of the bubbles that have been created and they pop, and then a bigger bubble, and they pop, and a bigger bubble. Now we're at the biggest bubble of all time. It's actually pure lunacy. And you know what's funny? Is some very, 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 very smart people have been telling you now 
They make fun of them, right? Alan Greenspan, George Soros. You know, it's so funny, George Soros, the day I did the show about oh, George Soros telling everybody, run, run into gold, you're going to regret it if you don't. The next day, CNBC said, well, you can't make money trading like George Soros. Right? You only can make money by giving it to us. <laughs> okay. But the realities are we are in the midst of this bubble that the world has never seen. Because I keep saying, and I've been saying it, negative, it makes no sense. It defies logic. can't have negative rates. The U.S. 10-year note was down to 133 yesterday. Who in their right mind would get by today? You want to borrow some money? Sure. Tell you what. You can have it for 10 years, and you just give me 1.3% back. Then you think about what Janet Yellen says about inflation targets. Hey, we want, we got a target of 2%. Not in 10 years, 2% a year. Multiply that times 10, you get 20%. But they want to give you 1%. And somehow that makes sense? You hear these guys come out on TV and they tell you how wonderful it is. Don't you worry. Don't you do it. Matter of fact, there's some great buys out there. And the realities are they're going even lower. You're not going to get one. Matter of fact, you go to Japan, you go to Germany, Right? And it's spreading like wildfire all over the globe. You actually got to pay them to borrow your money. Think about the size of that bubble. Just remember, those deposits, they're just a journal entry. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. You know, I said at the beginning of the show, right, buy all of these pullbacks. I think that's going to be really key, at least for the rest of this year, probably all the way into next year. Uh, Gold's now only down four, $1,300. $63. We've got the jobs number coming out tomorrow. And really, I, we're pretty much guaranteed it's not going to be a great number. right? I don't think anyone's looking for two hundred and fifty or 300000 I don't think anyone's even looking for 200000 But if we get another one of these numbers, you know, somewhere, you know, down at 100, heaven forbid, under 100000 I think we're going to be ready for uh, phase two. You know, I keep telling you, gold was going to cross thirteen hundred, go to fourteen. If it crosses fourteen and we can hold above fourteen, it's going to fifty, and and we are really, really close to doing so. Yesterday we ran just another one of these great specials. We've been so fortunate uh, to get them. I uh, sold out of all the saints. But I still have the MS62 $20 gold pieces. 
Uh, yesterday we ran them at $1,500, which is less than an, an ungraded $20 gold piece. Gold's down. It was. I'll, I'll take 5 bucks off you. It's only down 4 but I'll take $5 off from yesterday's price. It'll make it even that much more attractive to $1,495 for an MS-62 $20 Liberty. Are you kidding me? By the way, these are all NGCs as well. MS-62 $20 Liberties. I only got 19 And once they're gone, then uh, then I'm out of any of the slab material. But anytime you can buy graded for less than, what a great opportunity. Those of you on silver, by the way, silver, 1975 right now. I do have some more half-dollar rolls at $165 a roll. Say $5 a roll today. Uh, U.S. Silver Eagles, they're at $475 at 800 951 0592 for those of you in the metals program we got another big shipping day today uh those of you uh, a lot of the ten dollar pieces are going out today our first round of half dollars are going out today so we got a lot of shipping going on today but make sure you take the time don't let the summer go by and i know you're on you're on vacation mode. The kids are out of school. All of that stuff. Talking about getting somewhere nice. Don't let the summer go by before you put away some more wealth insurance. Because I've got a feeling, a feeling we're not going to make it through the summer without another big spike in the price of gold. Uh, and just a great opportunity today. Mint State 62 $20 Liberty NGC certified or less than raw gold at $1,495. 800-951-0592. Eric and I will talk to you tomorrow. Everyone take care and have a great rest of your Thursday.